up for Anchor? How long have you been on? Bro, I've been on here probably about a, a week or two at this point. Oh, yeah? Where, where are you located at? Um, Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, right on. I'm on the opposite coast. I'm in Reno, Nevada. Gotcha. Well, that's pretty cool. So, we're matched on the crypto subject. How, how are you feeling right now? Uh, I feel pretty good. Uh, I've been thinking about doing a podcast, and then I saw this anchor thing. I can't even remember how it even came up, but it, right. I uh, probably Gary V. If anything, <laughs> what's usually, that? Usually Gary Vaynerchuk is the one who's usually pushing anchor. That's how I got into it because I was like, yeah, you know what? Basically, what I try to do is I try to do at least like one or two of these a night. You know, like right, like interview interview with some random person about a random subject, you know, either being entrepreneurship or crypto or whatever it is. You know, great. Just try and get your get your search results into all of the subjects that you're interested in, because then you'll get a bunch of conversations, which is cool. You know. Ah, I see. Okay, great. But. So are you into are you into the cryptocurrency yourself or are you just interested in talking about it or are you just oh, no, 100% 100% involved. I am head of marketing for a ICO pool. And, wow. And I you know do day trades and swing trades and stuff like that. Like today I made about 100 bucks on QSP. Nice. Um, nice. I haven't been doing the day trading. I'm more of a uh uh, uh, foundational analysis and hodler. Yeah, fundamental, the, fundamental analysis. Right. Yeah. Um, so I use a combination of reading charts and doing fundamental analysis to, to really make my decisions in the market. Um, plus I have multiple signal groups who kind of give me tips on like who to, who to concentrate at certain times. Ah, I see. Get the hot insider tips. Yeah, exactly. It's not really insider. It's more just people watching the charts and selling their information that they're watching. Ah, a hot mind kind of thing. Exactly. Like, like if you do technical analysis and you do it very well, and you can identify indicators and patterns and stuff like that in the market, why wouldn't you sell those indicators? You know, it just makes sense. Right. Everything you can. I mean, if like like people like me, like you know, like I I like technical analysis, but I'm not willing to spend a ridiculous amount of time learning it. Right. So, yeah. That's that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel. Yeah. About it. Like it, it it just seems complex, and at the same time, it's a guessing game. So I'd rather just pay the best person at guessing, you know, instead of having to actually take the the. Right. Yeah. I feel you. So how, how do you go about paying for these um, signals? Do you, do you subscribe to someone and give them a couple bucks a month or do you pay per per signal well, tip or how does that work? So like I've kind of networked myself throughout the cryptocurrency community to be 100% honest. I'm not as much as I want to be in, but I've definitely like infiltrated a certain market and certain people within that market. So I mean, basically, I, I I do internet marketing and digital marketing and stuff like that. So, you know, I try to work with ICOs and certain pools, you know, based on business partners and stuff like that. 
and utilize my marketing and video editing skills and stuff like that to, you know, not really have to work, if that makes sense. You know, right, well, like, uh, okay, yeah. within the crypto market, and, and I have huge faith in the crypto market, so, I mean, in the future, well, I know, think it's going to be... You know what I always tell people? They're like, no, that's a fad. That's just... You know that's that's not gonna 100%. catch on yeah, or whatever. All the time. And I tell them this guy every 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 time I see him down at the dog park because I live in like a gated community type thing. Okay. And every time I see him down there, he's always telling me the price of Bitcoin, and of course it's gone down since we last talked, which was twenty thousand, you know, or nineteen thousand. Sorry. Right. You know, and <laughs> and of course he's just rubbing it in my face. And every time I'm just like, you know what, fucker, wait a year, bro. Like, <laughs> you know. Well, there's, like, there's two camps. You know, there's like I I like using Bitcoin and cryptocurrency to buy stuff. I every chance I get, I I buy something with cryptocurrency. You know, right. I've I've spent Bitcoin, but on the other hand, I'm also a hodler. But I'm hodling other other coins, other protocol coins, basically that haven't taken off yet and I'm I'm mildly into some like when I say I'm into a coin I might have twenty five dollars in it. I'm not a thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand into any coin. But the the thing of it is is you know I I like the idea of Bitcoin and Litecoin as a currency. But uh there's all that potential for them to be an investment, a security, you know. So, right. uh, no, I think in the they're going to be. What I say is, what I what I tell people when they say, "Well, it's just a fad," and like the Bitcoin's going to go to zero, and let's, are gonna let's talk when the U.S. government crashes. Yeah, <laughs> I I just tell them I say, well, you know, bell bottom blue jeans were a fad, Beanie Babies were right. a fad, and Cabbage Patch dolls were a fad. Yeah, there was apparently an internet bubble. Those, you know, I've never seen a government try to regulate beanie babies and bell bottoms. You know, so that argument is kind of like, nah, that's not an argument at all. You know, I mean, it's here to stay, and the governments are recognizing that. You know, right? No, and and that's the thing is like, I know this seems kind of out of the way, but like, so consider right now the. Global reserve currency is the United States dollar, correct? Or do you know? Yeah, right now, for now. Right now, <laughs> for right now. now it is the global reserve currency. Yeah. So, right now, the United States is also in $21 trillion plus dollars worth of debt. <laughs> and at one point, countries right. are just going to stop giving us money because it's not worth the amount of money that it's going to cost to get the money back. And we're going to go into yeah, but, a recession that we have never seen before. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole thing with cryptocurrency. You know, to, in the future, uh, one Bitcoin could be worth a million dollars, but it takes $10,000 to buy a loaf of bread. Right. Exactly. You know, so that $1 million is really not that high of a price. But, but it's better than you know, it's like right now with their their failing national currency you know i mean you go in to buy a cup of coffee and be, before your your order is completed the the price doubles for the next guy you know and 
their their money's just ridiculous. So they would much rather use Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency because it's far less volatile. It might it might vary ten or twenty percent in a day, but even that's reeling back now. Now Bitcoin varies like within ten percent window in a day, but that's far better than a thousand percent. I mean, <laughs> at the same time, yeah, like exactly. I feel like if the the current system in which we pay for things were to crash, ten percent is nothing per day. Right. You know, I imagine when we go into a major recession, which it will happen, we are in great economic growth right now. There's no way it just keeps going, you know. Yeah, that's a bubble. I mean, the dollar's been in a bubble for a long right. time, for I mean, nearly 100 I mean, years. The dollar's been in a bubble. You know. Yeah. Rome went down because yeah, they he- just secured a ridiculous amount of debt, and they they weren't able to pay it off, and they're – their society, their their country as a whole just crumble because of it. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, the one of the best things about cryptocurrency yeah. is the fact that it is waking people up to how the financial system actually works. Right. Yeah. People are people are more eager to educate themselves because before you just go to the bank, you pay the fees, you know, the whole Bank of America thing where they were processing the debts to your account before they are processing the credits to your account. And they process the credits to your account. It was all fees right. for balance checks and, and overcharges and stuff like that, that if they had processed the credit first, those would have still been paid. And, you know, there was a class action lawsuit for that because the, they were making trillions of dollars a year, the banking industry, not just Bank One, but our Bank of America. Right. But the banking industry was making trillions with an S dollars a year on fees by these uh, poor practices, these predatory practices, right. you know. And oh, I believe it. So, so people are waking up to that, you know, and they're like, well, how – you know, I can become my own bank. That's very interesting. Right. No, no dependence on third-party service. It's beautiful. Watch a video and educate myself, right? So I, I, think that's, I think that's the crux of the really what's happening is people are waking up to how money works. And like you and I sitting right here, we're willing to share that information with each other. Like, oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Do you know this? You know, and it's all starting to connect the dots right now. Of course, dude. It's going to be a major, major, major shift, but it is going to be a necessary shift. And right now, like, like even if we were to switch back to gold, right, gold standard, right, Fort Knox and stuff like that, I mean, it's rumored, and I wouldn't doubt it, we're $21 trillion worth of debt. I wouldn't doubt if we've leased off our gold or sold off our gold to countries, but we keep it in our, you know, whatever. I, I know yeah, it's well, kind of out there, but right, and, and that's, <laughs> we've actually already sold it. Right, and that's the scary part, and because once that actually happens, you know, the country that was like honestly, like it does remind me of Rome, and that's extremely scary. You know, me, me too. I hear you. 
I hear you. You know, the, the funny thing is like uh, talking about educating ourselves and, and yeah. stuff. I just recently learned about leasing gold. I was like, wow, yeah. this is a thing. Yeah. It's really happening no, every thing. day. I was totally unaware of yeah. it. No, that's, <laughs> that's not something you'll see in the common news because the news companies are owned by people who are on top and they don't want to tell you that they've sold off all the gold. I know it seems like yeah. a ridiculous conspiracy theory, but like at this point, I've realized that the shit that I think isn't real is real. You know, it's not. It's not all about conspiracy theory because that gives a real negative connotation. Right. Just understanding that it's not a conspiracy. It's just that's the way business is done. Right. I, that's I the mean, way I business is like that are run by the corporations and that's the way business is taught and that's the way business is right. done and it's yeah. not a conspiracy it's just like hey this is our this is our financial system like you know they, they designed it so it did seem like a conspiracy you know because i'm sure you know yeah like, um, well there i'm sure there are conspirators in in small circles within the whole system of course there are they just make you the know? whole image look bad so people don't believe it yeah, I, that's 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 the real sad thing is people don't believe right. it, and it's people team up. Teaming up is good, you know. There's strength in numbers, so you know, like you and I are teaming up on this podcast. You know, 100%. Yeah. I agree. We conspire to do that. Well, I guess we did because you put crypto in your search thing, and I put it in mine, yeah. and we had see to start a podcast. You know, is that illegal or is that bad? No, we we decided to talk about the same thing together at the same time. Right. You yeah, know, I completely wow. agree. Definitely, man. I love it. It's not a. It's it's not a. It's not a whole bad thing. No, not at all. I I mean, I think offering a different perspective to people so they can think outside the box and ask the questions that need to be asked is huge. You know, because I feel like nowadays people are just blinded by what they see on social media and the news and all that stuff. And they, they need to be opened up to different perspectives that, you know, no one really thought about. But if you think about it, it could potentially lead somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, the potential is very high. And uh, Anchor's given us a warning. We got like 40 seconds left here. So I just want to say it's been really good uh, connecting with yeah. you. And uh, I would like to do this again. I don't know how we do that through yeah. Anchor, um, but I'm sure we can. Just search my name directly on Anchor. I have a link tree. Follow me or send me a message on Twitter or follow me on Anchor. I'll get you, I'll get you back, or I'll I'll try and find you too. I'm sure there's a bunch of okay. Mics, though. 